All right, welcome into Playlist Incorporated. Playlist Inc. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm sitting here with Lee. Haley. Hey. Haley. When people say Haley, it sounds like my name's Haley. Yeah, there you go. And we got Alan. And we're gonna What's build. up, guys? Yeah. Two How's of it? us live in Utah, and one of us is rich enough to live in California. True that. And we're all brothers, and we love each other very, very much. And we are going to build a playlist. Well, the, as I understand it, we we this play this this podcast has lived in group message form for a few years. There we go. And we have this we have this this uh, habit where one of us will shoot a song over to the other two, and then the other two will proceed to say nothing in response. <laughs> <laughs> just let it sit there in the abyss. I mean, they, they listen to it. They just they don't have enough good. That means to say, so they say nothing at all. I thought that means you guys don't like the song, <laughs> right. which is. I'm not in the cool Utah, you know, music scene, so I just assume that you guys just uh, disregarded it. But just definitely. Or do you silence. have me on silent? Do you have me on silent? I have I, I have I, the conversation on silent, but I check it really <laughs> pretty regularly. It's I just keep seeing Lee. Lee and Ryan have left this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys' excuse is with each other, but I mean, I learned about music through you two, but you're both considerably older than I am. Ryan's something in the range of 15 to 20 years older than me. (laughs) (laughs) And Alan's not too far behind. That's going to be very apparent in our music selections here. I I can already tell. But here's my excuse is that you guys, you guys were riding this 90s wave. I I was inundated with Live and 311 and all those, the the good stuff, Smashing Pumpkins. But then I had to become my own man when I reached puberty and I kind of diverted. But you two should be able to agree on everything, right? I think so. I actually know. I think the problem is that we're going. Oops, old man stuff happening right here. <laughs> I know. If you don't say the song song name, we can't use it. FCC regulations. <laughs> you have to say the song name now. I was just trying to add that, and instead I pressed play. So, no, I think uh, Alan and I have this like we have a musical taste that is so closely aligned that. But the gears are just missing, so we grind. purposely so, so you yeah. don't, so you don't agree on everything. Uh, maybe it was, maybe we, maybe we had something. I don't know. Are you guys like, are you guys like well, the Utah see, kids' names where you have to spell it just a little differently? Just, so just they say like Crystal with a so, Q. So if I like, if I like, uh, if I like something, then Alan automatically removes that from his, uh, <laughs> from his. It, it never existed to him. And if he likes something, I just pretend I've never heard it before. I have Ryan to thank for my love of Celine Dion, Mariah Carey, <laughs> and uh, Ace of Bass. Frankly, that's true. That is that's true. But that was that. There was a long, uh, I don't know. There was a long period of me trying to figure out what it was that I was trying to do with my, with music. But the fact remember, that you, the yeah. fact that you just played one of the last Weezer songs that I can bear to listen to anymore, makes me think we're we're still on the same wavelength. Speaking of Weezer, that was one of the first where I knew that um, I knew I had to like a Weezer song. Like I, I don't know how young I was, like eight or eight or nine. I knew I sh- I should like one. I was probably younger actually, and I chose In the Garage. And I remember that I think I chose wrong because I think Alan kind of gave me like the polite nod, like that's a song you can like. <laughs> that's not the best one. <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me let me kind of throw this here. So I so we're trying to think of different ways to to create a playlist like there's you know the generic just let's throw everything cool onto a list um but i think wait wait let me let me jump in there for a second because ryan i think maybe you and i had the first conversations about this i don't know if i'm right about that but the at least the the perspective that i was coming from was that um you know it's really hard to for any given context or situation 
really have just the right collection of music at your fingertips that you can go to. And it's, yeah. you know, um, with the, the setting is a big deal uh, in terms of what, what music is really going to land. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's, so, it's so, not so a trivial business. Yeah, so every, every different situation potentially has a soundtrack, right? And uh, in order to, you know, somebody knows what song is perfect for the whatever moment you're in. Yeah, me. <laughs> that's why you guys invited me and then that's and then that's where we have it so anytime we, we come up with something and someone throws out a song there we need a place to put it um, and now and now we do have that place and that is playlist inc right so here's what we're gonna do we have we're gonna build a 10 song playlist it could be longer obviously i think um whenever we get together and do this we're gonna have a very specific um topic for the playlist very specific, hopefully like, as like hopefully as, as as specific as possible, and we're gonna take. We spent some time at considering this play. Uh, we gave ourselves a week to do this, put this together. Right, a lot like, of thought, a lot, a lot of thought, a lot of thought. So, like in the last ten minutes, I actually I actually took a road trip to be able to make this so, playlist selection. Downtown LA is not a road trip. <laughs> and so, well, that that and there's the so that's what we're gonna be hitting up today. To, today, the topic that we decided to like throw out for the very first run of this is uh, probably the the place that you need a playlist the most, the most, uh, and that would be on a road trip. And specifically, I think the title of this this episode is gonna be called um, 10 Hours on the Back Bench of a 15 Seater Van." Which because <laughs> Ryan did some time, <laughs> we did some time there, and there's, and, there's well, some, on the there's way to moments. community service. <laughs> so, so basically, uh, that's that's kind of you know as the way we, I don't know. Well, we come yeah, from it's, a family it's, of, of nine children, and there was a 15 seater van in our lives, and for, there was 10 hour road trips, 10 hour road trips. Places. Um, but we, just th with that idea, I mean, think about what if I with telling you that title, Alan, what is that? Any any emotions does that evoke? Uh, a couple, that? a couple things is being. Um, so tired and thinking, I can't believe this massive vehicle provides zero places to sleep on this road trip. That's true. That's true. Those benches are not made for so sleep. uncomfortable. And the other thing is, on the back bench, if you got music, you better be blasting that music because it's so shaky and rattly back That's there. <laughs> so, but the other thing is, uh, you know, we may have to put some, uh, um, extra tracks on here because you would be able to play a 10 song playlist only about a thousand times on that drive but yeah it's true it's true and the, the thing is like we're never going to build the definitive playlist we'll definitely begin mm. the definitive playlist um but for sake of not lasting 25 hours per episode we're going to cut it down to what you want to be i think 10 is a good number i, I Just, i'm 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 all in this i'm i'm all in the the name of pairing it down yeah i mean this is this is something you can live well we're, we're going to build a a playlist that can actually be added on to so we might go back and touch it again um if you ever find it you might be able to add a couple to it we may so is this two. you you guys are contributing three and then i get four right is that how we're <laughs> we'll, doing we'll see how that goes we'll see how that goes that that, that tenth spot is still kind of up in the, the air the tenth spot goes to whoever maybe we'll, we we'll get alex to, we to, each to, vote. Have to vote we each have to vote at the end who deserves the extra song and it can't be yourself and that includes you alan you're not allowed to choose yourself either and uh <laughs> all right so one of the things that I, so let me tell you this i i was as i was thinking about like what a playlist what a what a um a road trip song is like the essence the essence i was trying to dig into like what does that mean because obviously i think everybody has that 
I don't know anybody who doesn't have a road trip playlist, road trip songs, or you know, a go-to album maybe on a road Psychopaths. trip. Psychopaths, possibly. <laughs> uh, so the so here's here's kind of what I got down to. Um, one thing about a road trip is that you need something. There's a road. There's a road. Um, I think that the the kind of music that you need on a road trip is something that's that you have some you have some familiarity with but maybe not necessarily that song or that album. So you, for me, it's a, a lot of the, the best road trip song comes from, I don't know, it comes from a, it comes from a, um, I don't know, if I... Carnal. Maybe so. One of the, <laughs> so here's, so maybe this is the idea I'm trying to say. The, um, I like to discover new things from places that I already knew existed. Like maybe get into an album that I never got into on a road trip. And a lot of times the song that, that grabs me from a particular trip is something that I didn't know deep in an album, something that maybe I'd heard a single off of, something that maybe I'd heard, you know, some other things off of, maybe even a couple, but it's just something that I that grabs me, kind of has that, kind of captures that moment for me. And it usually is something that's unique to that trip. That's where I usually find a road trip song. Um, it's usually not the the go-to song from any artist that hits me. I don't know. What do you guys think about like when you're talking well, about road well, trip songs? Well, I feel songs? like if we get into it, I can tell you. I can tell you what I think. What? Because I, I don't want you to define for me <laughs> the <Absolutely>. qualities. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I guess music discovery on a road trip is, is one of the simple joys. I didn't quite go that direction with the, with my list. Did you? It's hard to craft a playlist though with discovery in mind. It's you know, true. I'm thinking more of I, so that's but that's the thing. That's kind of where it came for me when I was looking at these songs and the songs that like define a road trip to me i realize that the reason why they speak to me in this in this uh like this is because they they are things that i had an experience with on the road trip i think the road trip enhanced the music and maybe not the other way around or maybe it's a maybe back and forth on that i'm going to be pretty critical of your of your choices both of you and so one of the things i'm looking for it's going to help a lot and you trying to convince me your song is worthy of the playlist is that there's a personal connection like I, that those stories matter to me i need to know the why not just the what not just the who and uh and so if tears are shed i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't protest all right do, well, I, do I get to go first because i'm the, do you want to go first the youngest um so yeah uh i'm fine with that and alan can take one and then i will realign, i'll the write the ship as we go <laughs> yeah. back around lee so, lee before before you get in there let's let's hear what you uh think embodies a road trip well, so the way I, I went with my, my, my three choices was um, I think the best road trip songs are actually albums because I want to listen through a whole album on a road trip because you got a lot of time to kill. Um, and, well, there's, there, I, each of my songs I chose for a different reason, though. I think that'll embody the different qualities of a good road trip song. So should I jump into it and see what we think? Yeah, let's hear your, let's hear your first song. All right, song right. Ellen, you're going to queue it up on your end, too? Yeah, give me one second here. Which one is it here? The first one on the list? All right, the first one we're going to hear is Ends of the Earth from Lord Huron from the album Lonesome Dreams. Hit it. I already kind of feel like I'm on the freeway. Mm. Which freeway? One that has cactuses. Cacti? Yeah. <laughs> Cactopuses? <laughs> <laughs> Listening to this, Lee, I think you and I are on the same on the same wavelength here about uh, road trip criteria. 
Oh, yeah. So, I've always... Wait, we got to hit this part. This is the part. Okay, we can bring it down, Alan. We can come back. All right, so that feels kind of epic, right? And so I think that, especially at the beginning of a road trip, I'm imagining this, and maybe, Ryan, you're imagining the same strip, strip of road, living in Salt Lake area. We drive south on the 15 towards California, and Utah is exciting but also kind of barren at the beginning of that road trip. And so this feels like kind of it's this Western excitement. You feel like you've still got all the those those initial road trip jitters that makes you feel like it's going to be a great experience you haven't you know the the yeah you don't feel worn down by the road quite yet everything is hopeful everything is 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 endless in front of you and uh and i need that at the start actually i need to feel like what i'm doing is an important thing yeah even though i'm just sitting in a chair with a, a wheel driving down the road and is that 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 moment where you're like um when you are your brain is letting go of where you've been and it's trying to get to where you are that kind of like yeah it's like i mean because you want to hopefully the road trip i mean there's lots of different road trips but hopefully the road trip is one where you're taking a break from responsibility at least some parts of responsibility you're taking a break from the tip of the day to day and so i like it when it feels like the music i'm listening to is larger than life like i'm going to be doing something that's better than my mundane run of the mill this isn't like my commute song this yeah. is my i'm getting this out of town getting out song of town. Um, that, that line, I'm trying to remember how this line goes. Cause I have heard this one a lot. I do think that I, I kind of dig into the lyrics a little bit more when I'm, when I'm behind the wheel there and driving and he's like, what does he say after he says to the ends of the earth? And he says, I'll find you there. Yeah. It's, it's kind of this thing that says you've got a destination. You're going there. I mean, just the, that, the feeling that's, that I think he's trying to evoke is definitely there. And that, that, that kind of, that kind of big feeling of that, the big spacious feeling of that, that the music there. One thing I like about the song that I kind of noticed in some of the songs that I was finding I uh, equated with road trips a lot was the rhythm of the song was driven a lot by the strum of the guitar. There's something about that where it's kind of like has a more soulful kind of rhythm to it. And it, for some reason to me, that feels like just plodding along on a road, you know, with just like this being driven by the guitar. So I like I like that aspect of it. They also, Lord Huron kind of incorporates this almost like sitar sound sometimes, where it feels like it's like this yeah. weird West Western country verse, like meets like Middle East. Yeah, and it's kind of like this ultimate like Indiana Jones vibe for me, it's which too, I'm not which too, I'm a fan of. Well, it's like two feelings at one time that you're trying to you're trying to process two different things at the same time, which I think is a I think that's a key element to a a road trip. Is it? And 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 also this is a if I was doing that trip to California for a quick trip home for vacation and coming back, this would be a two California trip song. I don't know if this would be a back to okay. Utah song. All right, I can feel that. This is the beginning of the road trip. Okay. There's not enough swear words for it to be back to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we hit? My, want to hear my next one? Do you want to do so? Do you want to do two at a time, or do you want to go? I think one? two at a time, and then do, do the rounds. Okay. I'm gonna cut that. But what do you think? You not feeling it, or do you want to you want to take turns right now? Yeah, let's take go some for turns. it. I want okay. to hear Ryan. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Lee. Um, my so my first song. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out here. Um, kind of. I feel like I have that same idea with. Did I put that right? Put on, on the list so I can play it. I think I put it on there. Um, which one was it? Oh wait, I'm seeing it. All so right. I'm gonna put. I'm switching up my order here because I I want to kind of take a little bit of a 
a term from what yours was because I feel like I have. What do they call it on the field when you're making the play right after? Audible. 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 Um, so I'm gonna go with something that that kind of defines well my childhood or at least my teenage years, and I'm gonna go with Surf Wax America. All right, let's play from it. Weezer from the Blue Album. Isn't there a surf wax called Sex Wax? There, there is. Yeah. Mr. Zogs. So, now remind me, Ryan, Rivers is from like the Midwest or something, right? I think so. He's got he's got a, he's all over the place. I, I don't remember where he's from. Be, he's uh, a poser, though, is what we're trying to say. Basically, right? <laughs> so I have always loved this song, but the fact that it was it was borderline surfer poser, and for I, I mean, you, for people who know this type of person, uh, I just have to imagine that Rivers is not you know part of that demographic. Well, here's when here's I hear something it. that I think here's something that I think that it kind of it speaks to here, and this what the song kind of. I mean, obviously, I have a different experience of the song than it was written by, but um, I feel like. That idea of that, well, that line, that's a pretty classic line. It's like kind of a nonsensical, like, you take your car to work, I take, I'll my, take board. my board. That's kind of this thing, like, I wish I was doing that. They were driving down the road, and you ever see, like, if you're going to work and you see somebody who's got their board on the top of their car, or skis on the top of their car, or a canoe on the top of their car, something like that. And that, that, or a machete, machete. Um, uh, what did I see? And, you know, some their bikes or something. You, whenever you see, whenever I see that on a car, and I'm going like I'm doing the grind. You know, I'm going to wherever I have to go. Because Ryan's a square for those of you who can't see him. <laughs> and it's you know just doing the just putting in the work. You know, and uh, you see that you see those uh, you see the board on top of somebody's car, and like a tool like you know you're you're going to work like a chump, and this dude's going out you know to the beach. And there's that. He doesn't like, take his board off though. Like, he's going to work too. He's too lazy to take he's it off just, his I'm car. Not take off. But so there's that 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 there's that part of it. That idea that like if I could be doing anything right now, you know that, that there's that freedom of just I just wish I had a destination that wasn't work. And sometimes when you're getting like through the, um, you know, when you're making that the when you put someone when you get when you have the skis in the car when you have the surfboard in the car. The, it's a different, it's a different feeling. Like you're driving somewhere else. You could be driving on the same road. You could be going the same direction, but it's changing. That changes the context. Um, one of the one of my long commutes for a long time, I was I would drive directly towards Provo Canyon. You know, which would be like a canyon that goes. If you go down that canyon, you're going to Park City. You're going out to skiing or whatever. And I'd always take a left away from Provo Canyon. And uh, I'm like, every time I do that, I'm like, one of these days, I'm gonna turn right. And I'm gonna go up the canyon. I'm gonna go never gonna I'm come gonna back. Go, I'm never coming back. <laughs> but it's like that that idea that I'm going somewhere that's you know that's that's something I want to do. That's something that's fun. But also, so this is one of those songs. There's a there's some classic songs on that album. I know it's you know whatever you think about Weezer at this point. It's someone you had a good experience with Weezer. I don't think anybody can really argue that. But um, <clears throat> but there's this thing like a lot of times you don't really get through a song but this are through the album and this album is one of those that is great on a listen through you know if you if you get it down there you're in and out of this album in under 40 minutes um, it's got some really classic ones and then it's got some things that you may not expect on there like why is this guy writing a song about surfing he's obviously not a surfer there's nothing surf related in the whole album sell the record yeah well i don't know maybe maybe that was the thing i think he wrote this before he even moved to LA but uh, it has this it has that that vibe that's kind of like you know we're we're doing something fun. It's not based. This isn't a song that you could really like get a lot of play on the radio. 
doesn't really fit. It's kind of a weird. It's too goofy. But it also has this this if we could, if we played the end of it, there's this little like um, round type chorus where he's like, "You take your car to work," and then he's like, "All along the Undertale, they they play that over each other, and that kind of thing just kind of flows. And for some reason, that little thing is really um, <clears throat> I like that line. It kind of helps me like zone out a little bit there. Um, and for a long Which time, you should be doing behind the wheel. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. <laughs> I guess if you're in the back seat of the 15-seater van, that's true. You, 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 you can be, zone you out. Zone you're being out true to the bit. theme. Yeah. Um, well, this is that's where I discovered the song. It was specifically on the, one of those road trips. Um, but also, um, it reminds me if you saw Weezer in like say late '90s, early 2000s. This is the this is the song they ended their sets with, mm. and they did the Surf Wax Freak Out, which was like 10 minutes of them just freaking out and going crazy. And uh, some of it brings back to that. I, I kind of. That was one of my favorite concert experiences is seeing that kind of thing. So maybe I have a little nostalgia for it. Maybe I like going back into it. But I think that, I don't know, for me, that, that feeling that of taking my board to work, that's what, I, that's what I want when I'm on a road trip. I want to be going somewhere fun. You know, for the squares out there, I just have to, I have to come to their defense, I feel like, a little bit here because <laughs> I've had many a drive down PCH and looked and see no sets rolling in and be thinking in my head, when those sets ain't rolling in, I'm going to have plenty of fuel left, you know? And they're just going to be sitting there. <laughs> 2.0. Yeah, they, uh, that song uh, seems more like spontaneous road trip to me, you know? That just like, we're going to Vegas, you know? Yeah, or, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. that is, but that's so. kind of, I guess that maybe when I'm thinking of road trip, that's kind of the vibe. Do you do I'm, a lot of Vegas trips, Alan? Uh, no. No, but people do. People do that. I've heard. I've heard. I, I sit in an office. Other people go to Vegas. You've overheard. But that reminded me a couple years ago when I went to see Weezer. And sorry, I just have to slip this in here. I went to see Weezer. An hour and a half set. club. An hour and a half set. And not a single Pinkerton song. And I just wanted to say, screw you, Rivers. <laughs> I think... I think right now they're playing exclusively Pinkerton, so if you catch them now. Wait, I want to ask a controversial question to Alan. Where does that song rank on your your blue album list, The Surf Wax? Honestly, uh, I never could quite accept that it was authentic. You know, like that's just me. So that that would be like ten on a on on the blue album, which Ryan's I think gripping had the table ten, really ten hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but here's here I'll give Ryan this extra bonus that, points that. for this because this is the song. This is where that song does get points. Uh, if you had a girl in the car, you could play that song, and it would be a subtle way to try to you know. Uh, you know, be that surfer yeah. dude. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like I think about when it, you were in college and and you, you wanted to like you could say in California. Yeah, you turn this on and you say, "I just wish I had an In-N-Out burger in my hand right now." <laughs> dude, and man. Uh, bro, here's here's <laughs> why I like. Here, I think that song is also kind of gimmicky, which isn't a knock against it because I think that there is, if we're on the road trip, if it's a spontaneous road trip, there's kind of a corniness to how good you think the road trip's going to be, and it's never going to meet your expectations. And that song feels it's like true. that to me. Yeah, it's don't like get me wrong. I'd be belting it out at the top of my lungs if we were listening to it on a road trip, but that would have to be a couple hours in. All right. Well, that's true. And that's and that. But that's the thing. That's exactly where the song fits. Maybe it shouldn't have been my first pick, but that's what. That, yeah, you really what... blew it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and also, I wasn't think... I supposed to go second? No, I took I'm over next because... youngest. But all right, Alan. Uh, Alan, this is your turn. All okay, right, here finish we go. up, Ryan. No, that's it. That's it. I just I want to. I want to gonna... feel like I'm going surfing. And so I'm going to pass that on to Al. Get ready for uh, some Carly Ray, I think. All right. Am I up? 
You're up. Yep. All right, let me get uh, this first song I went with was Radiohead, which, you know, first let me preface this by saying I'm not a, a cult Radiohead fan. So I, you know, there's a lot of people when I, when you see me lead with Radiohead, don't think that I'm just going to launch into some obsessive, you know, narrative about Tom York and uh, and Radiohead and all that. I just happen to like this song and a lot of other stuff, especially from this album. This is Karma Police from the album. So so oh. you're not you're not cool. You just like this song. That's what you're saying. I. Uh... <laughs> You could say don't, that. Don't get the wrong idea. Message, <laughs> message received. Well, you guys have known Radiohead people, right? Have oh, you yeah. known Radiohead no, the, it, people? It could become a religion. I I just saw Tom York a few a few weeks ago, and it was a there was a few moments of um, crowd ecstasy that I didn't think I was quite attuned to. Yeah. So let me get into some of the what what I what I was thinking of the parameters for uh, road trip songs for me. I much more think of like. Because it's they're so long and it's all often dark. It's often night, you know. So I think uh, um, they're usually pretty somber and uh, kind of um, embodies some sense of like longing and like you know trying to get somewhere. Obviously, you know that's a, a an obvious correlation. Um, but also another thing about it is, and you guys haven't touched on this, is road trips because this is the hardest thing with road trip playlists. They have to uh, engender some sort of like communal feeling, right? Because it's something that you're, um, unless it's one of those lame solo road trips that you're bonding with somebody with, right? So for me, it's all about who are you with, what are you doing, and how is this music going to really kind of brand these memories that you're having on this road trip, you know, in your memory banks. So Karma Police is great for... For all of those things, but especially just, and if you have to have seen the the music video, the music video, without the music video, I don't know if I would have made this association, but Ryan, have you, do you recall this video? He's um, in the car. Is it claymation? He's falling. It's no, it's, it's black. It's like this guy and you see the dashboard. Yeah. It's, I think it won some MTV award or something, but, um, he's driving and he's like chasing someone down. Or it looks like he's trying to like oh, run yeah. someone down or something. And then, um. Uh, what happens is uh, he ends up getting the car lit on fire by the guy he's trying to chase down. Does this ring a bell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen this. Yeah, anyway, watch the video. I don't want to recount <laughs> the whole thing here. Come on. Um, Should but, we hit it? Uh, Let's replay it. Let's get a taste. Oh, I, would, I'm, I thought you guys it? already were playing it. No, no, no we're going we're, we're to hit play right now. <laughs> All right, go for it. Hold on, I gotta restart mine so I'm on the same same point with you guys. Alright, you guys on it? Yep. Okay. Alright, so you see how it's got this kind of mellow, dramatic. It's, it's also dramatic of... for, a, for Radiohead. I guess Radiohead's a pretty dramatic band, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I think it's just guitar, like acoustic guitar and piano. For me, that screams road trip. So, um,. There's also, I think, a key change in here, which kind of just mixes it up. You know, you could be dozing off, and that will jolt you back in a little bit. But there's also some like classic lines for Radiohead in here. Uh, there's this line, he, well, right there, he buzzes like a fridge. You know, that's like, I, I don't know how long I, I couldn't 
like hear a fridge noise and not think of the song. It's such a interesting line, but well, that's um, one of those things. Like, there's nothing better than a than a road trip, like uh, trying to decipher lyrics on a road trip with your whoever you're driving with, and kind of going down. And disagreeing, <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> but if you're but if you're ever trying to like get, like process a um, you know lyrics like Tom York lyrics. But there's not really a better place to do that on. You right. know what I like about this song, and I, I think it's true of some of OK Computer altogether. But he wasn't afraid of it being catchy at this point. You know, like he's like Tom York has gone through his these phases, and sometimes Radiohead it feels like he's just ma- purposely making the song a little more ambiguous, a little hard to follow. But I feel like this is like post creep. He's still willing to kind of just write a melody and just sing a song to you, and he's good at that. You know, when he wants. Oh to yeah. Do that. This one, it seems so like ominous and like slow and drawn out and kind of trippy. It, 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 that is totally road trip. This is more of like your overnight road trip song. Yeah. But this, it will get to the end, like at the end of the song, it's like so, um, it's like a trademark of the song is this trippy fade out outro guitar part that's just like so emblematic of the song, which is uh, pretty cool and, and very much in the theme of a, like a long road trip. Um, it to me it seems like the type of road trip song where you're just like lost in a trance you know and the the music video is along with it with that but you know the the type of road trip song where you're maybe inclined to veer off the road for a second or two and thank goodness for those little bumpy things you know on the side because that allows us to put a song like this on a road trip playlist so uh (laughs) unless you're like on a multi-lane highway and you veer into another lane By the time uh, you yeah. by the time you got camera police going, you're on a you're on a two lane, going either direction. So you could end up in the grill of a Mack truck, I guess. That's true. I'm gonna skip ahead a little this, bit just to hear the very end. This is the best lyric. Wait, wait, wait. I lost myself. You know this like repetitive refrain here is just like classic. But yeah, you can skip ahead. It is a, like I said, it's a long drawn out sort of. Yeah, but that that end, that that little whatever that scratchy noise. Kind of feels like there's is. like like this 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 static needle getting yeah. forced into your cranium. It's one of those that uh, it's a good feeling. I've had the song play and uh, you know nothing come on after it, and that sound stayed in my head for a long time. Wait, are you guys talking about like the at the very end of the song? Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of that 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 intense feedback sound with the guitar. Yeah, needle scratching your eyeball. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. It's a, but it's like a if it was like a soothing needle. Um, I could see being deep in thought and letting that be the last song on the playlist and just letting just being in silence, being okay with it. And just closing your eyes and just, just letting, closing your just letting it happen. <laughs> what, 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 let, let go and let God type of situation. Just driving straight through a curve and off the embankment. Yeah, that's about right. Well, let, let me jump to my next song because in that in light of that night driving, that's why I chose this one. Because I don't want to fall asleep, I, I need to be really. I, I'm really careful with what I put, listen to, listen to at night, and I try to find a sweet spot, which is like, <clears throat> you're not able to dance in a car, but you can bounce. You can kind of do the dance bounce, no, you know, even right. if you're even if you're driving. So I want a song that makes me bounce. I want a song I can sing along to, or at least I know the words to. So, Kanye West's 808s and Heartbreak is like my my one of my go-to albums for that situation, and Amazing is one of the best songs. So, hit that one, Alan. You kind of have to sway a little bit, bounce a little bit in your seat, right? Holding on to what I believe and know 
Yeah, a good beat is a, a critical element of a good uh, road trip song. He called the album 808s and Heartbreak because the 808 is the classic, one of the classic synth beats. Uh, little pro, I don't know what to call it, like a little beat machine. Yeah. Drum machine. And yeah. so he used that throughout the whole album. He does auto tune through the, throughout the whole album, and I love auto tune, so it feels like it was made for me. And it's also a weirdly clean album. There's no explicit warning on it. Like, Kanye keeps it clean for an entire album. I don't know why. So if you have kids in the car or or uh, sensitive religious types, you can actually get away with this one. This one does remind me of walking through the campus at BYU. <laughs> I think a lot of people had this on there. But no, it's, this is a good one. I like that. I like the fact that this is like kind of like piano-driven. Yep. Hold on, I just got to where I've now put out of my mind his rants at the White House a few months back, so now I'm ready to enjoy the piece I do of think, music. I do think that there's, uh, you do have to have blind spots for Kanye West because there's whatever, he, there's some things that he did that are, that need never be forgot and things that you need to like pretend never happened. I, that's why, this album I like it because it's different than all the others. He sings a lot in this album, he doesn't rap a lot. There's the the, 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 the the lack of language, the auto-tune. It's easy for me to put it on an island. So if I'm ever feeling yeah. weird about Kanye the person, I don't associate this album with that guy, if that makes sense. If it's a newer release, I can't I can't divorce the two. I just have to, I just have to swallow Lee, it. Lee, I tell myself that same story with all of the <laughs> pop artists that are on my playlists. It's the story that works for me for now. Yeah. Um, but uh, this one, though... This this will keep me up at night, and if if, if nothing else, that's a that's a service Kanye's done to me. What do you yeah. sing along to it? For me, a, a song. <clears throat> the only way it's it can be classified as a song that keeps me up at night is if I like singing to it. I sing along to it. Here's this rap coming up. I think this is a uh, who sings this? Is this Jeezy? Really quick, I'm gonna sing what Jeezy's line here. Here it comes. I'm amazing. Yeah, all that. What do you call that? I don't know his his part as well. Wait, here's the part. I'm trying to watch my sodium. That's a good line. <laughs> it's good advice too. It's when I release a little more every day. Um, yeah, but I can I can sing along to most of that album, which is that, that I think you're right. That and like the Rooney Rooney's self release, those are my go tos. Maybe yeah. a Strokes album. Yeah. Uh, well, let me take let me take the next one here. Um, so going on the idea of like what needs to keep you up at night. Um, one of the like the recent my recent uh, road trips, most of them involve driving through the night because there's kids involved. So driving. Driving the van at night. Purposely. Purposely. So they're asleep. So they're, so they're asleep. So, How are you listening to music in that situation? So it's, it's, it's pretty... It, headphones? Not headphones, but we just put it up to the front seat and just kind of listen to it while they're asleep. But uh, there's this... Uh, so my next song is um, Modest Mouse off the album. This is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. Oh, and Almost too appropriate. It is. That, that's, well, nose. that's the thing. is like I went, I was, <laughs> As soon as we started talking about this, that's exactly where my mind went because like that was what I was going to... I like that's what this should be called, but no, it's, um, but it's a little bit on the nose. But the song Dramamine, which is also everything's on, yeah, it's, it's, it's just right check, there. Check, check. It's just right there. But um, <clears throat> this is one of those songs that has, um, it has a couple of things. It's a, it's a band that I, I got into a little bit later than you know. It was a band that I knew existed. 
and then it took like one of their radio songs to get me like invested and then on a road trip it's a bit like a road trip back to california um i just this is back in cd buying days i bought this album before i went and i was listening to it and this song and that's when you consummated it basically yeah absolutely and um that's i do think there's something to be said about that i'm not even gonna <laughs> like even the term you use i think it's that's a pretty there was the courtship period yeah we'll give it give it a go right here There's, okay let's play dramamine <laughs> so he does the he has all these weird distortions on his guitar and he um they probably record the drums too loud and uh that whatever the effect that is it's a very modest mouse yeah and that's the kind of the thing it's it's this weird effect he does through his pedal that he comes in it's kind of like uh, but yeah, you, you'll hear this in any any Modest Mouse song. Like the thing is that even like the recent ones. But this is kind of an older album. This one came out in. Um, this one came out. I believe this is like '98, '96, '96. So this is '96. So this is early-ish. This is when they're still living in Washington. This is when they're still um, angry at everybody who builds a house. They just want everything to be mountains and trees. Um, um, which now Ben Gibber's talking about that same old crap. Yeah, He's but here's, a here's late a, to the game. so if you're getting through the, the the intro to the song, the open opening to the song, it has the same kind of feeling. It has a similar feeling to me as that Lord Huron song has. It kind of is kind of like a meandering little melody that kind of goes on, and it builds up a little bit. We've added all the instruments here, and then when it gets to his his lyrics here, he kind of shouts it, which is kind of against the. It's against the feeling of what the song is going about. He's like traveling, swallowing Dramamine, and it's like he's getting a little bit angry about it. And it's it's one of these things that I like I really relate. Really, it really grabbed me. Like as I'm driving home, and like you're kind of doing that whole thing where you're counting the stripes on the on the the road and trying to don't know why people always have their brights on when they're coming up next to you. And so there's that little bit of like I'm in this for the long haul. But these things, there's a lot of things I'm going through. I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I want to. I'm go. confused about if he's taking the dramamine, then he's probably not driving because I feel it's rare for somebody. It's to probably get car true. That's not. It's not a good idea to do both of those things at the same and time. And also, I feel like I wouldn't. I don't. I, the only time I don't get car sick is when I'm driving. So I'm, is he in the back seat? He's fuming. Yeah. He might be adolescent. Yeah, absolutely. He's got some road there's, angst. There's definitely. There's, there's, this is some Pacific Northwest adolescent. The, the, and the, the the image of the album art actually looks like a road in Utah. Like I mean, I think it's probably just in the Mountain West, but this is a yeah, probably maybe, maybe Eastern Washington or something like that. Right. Um, but I do find like this song. Once you get through this song, if you can make it all the way through and you can feel it and you you have that that feeling that's like this is I get it. I understand what this is about without even really hearing the words. Because if you can decipher the words that Isaac Brock sings, then you probably have some weird type of skill that most people don't have but i do think that that feeling of like kind of being like in it for the long haul not super excited about it then maybe this is the back to utah the back to utah song all right something like that um there's also a song uh <clears throat> i didn't put it on the list here but uh there's a cover of the song by joshua james he did this it changes the mood of it completely it oh, changes it goes back to it's more of like a it's a little bit sadder it's not as angry Mm. It's a little bit more sad. So if you yeah, but definitely not happy. That's never not. There's no. There's no happiness in this song at all. That's for sure. So you think angst fits with road trip? I maybe I took a lot of angsty road trips. Um, this is a, the line that that caught me on this song. On this song, though, definitely was uh, we kiss on the lips, but we cough down our sleeve. Is what he says. <laughs> I remember like <laughs> it took me. I I I think I pressed like after hearing this song like one of the very first times. I like sat and listened and thought about that. I think I was. I don't know. 
I never got anywhere with that thought. It but. sounds like he went. He did the trip to, to like this. Is what I'm imagining is he he went to do like the last romantic gesture for this girl he was in love with, and it didn't go well. And this is a song. This is the song he's writing in his yeah. head on the way back from that trip. Yeah, it, did, this it is, did, didn't didn't go well. Right yeah, he went. He, he had the he had the surfboard on his car, and it got eaten by a shark. I thought he was just advocating for being able to cough on people's lips. Maybe so. <laughs> I can't. I was well. See, that's the thing is, I try to get angry about that idea. Like I'm trying to. Like he's he's yelling this, and he's like, "Why are you? What what is it that about that that I could get angry about?" I mean, people like, don't let me ki- cough on them. I don't know. I mean, that's the reason. I don't understand what's going on with that. Part of me just wants to say boohoo, Isaac. Brown. But the idea, but the, yeah, but the idea of like taking Dramamine to calm your nerves so that you can get through whatever it is you're going through. There, there's something about that. Um, yeah, so I, I take that, something else for that personally, but well, <laughs> yeah, in 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 LA they got all sorts of pills for whatever my alia. Here, here we have to do over the counter stuff. So, uh, what do you think? I'm passing it on to you. Am uh, I up? Yeah. Hold on, I got to see what. All right, is this the song, Lee, that you said you hadn't heard? Darling side, the ancestor. That's completely new to me. That's interesting. It's very. It goes right along with Lord Huron, like you had. It's. I picked it for the same reasons, basically. Like it's. Um. Well, so to get band, if you have Darling side in the in the album's birds say. Uh, that sounds about right. Um. <laughs> the. Uh, when do you Dar- want to start playing it? <laughs> we could play it now. Yeah, let's okay, start I'll this. Hit, I'll hit play. Yeah, they're uh, you know a new age folk song, uh, band like uh, you know a lot of the bands I know Lee listens to. But uh, although I did look up because um, you know NPR is kind of the authority I think right on uh, band characterizations. They call them exquisitely arranged, literary minded baroque folk pop yikes so that uh <laughs> if that doesn't scream road trip to you i mean I w- when i read that i was like yes that was what i was trying to articulate when i was thinking what goes road trip but but for there's, me there's and some strings in the back there then the kind of the string strum yeah and you guys haven't touched on this but for me a big road trip thing is i really want a strong melody i want very pleasant melodies and like really catchy hooks because what i'm looking for from a road trip song is something that is going to be a vehicle for me to kind of re-enter those memories you know down the road and if you have these kind of you know songs that aren't really well structured it's kind of hard to uh it doesn't at least for me it doesn't uh, rocket ship you back into that you know what you were feeling at that time you know a lot of my road trips were with you know, friends are going to going to something, you know, or going someplace that is, you know, meaningful in some way. So I like the uh, the songs that are going to kind of take me back there. But this is this is an optimist optimistic uh, detour from Ryan's vibe just just minutes before. Kind of... Oh yeah, and the the lyrics are I I haven't spent I haven't deciphered them, but there's some great lyrics like keeping the fishes company and then one of my favorite lines is it's coming up it says science fictional it just stands out it's really cool but uh, like the other song you were listening to you'll notice it's got like this kind of consistent driving guitar rhythm except in this part but as the verse picks back up you know it, it really starts to kind of um kind of keep you going you know and that's that's what road trips are so 
Darling side. I'm feeling it. I like it. This uh, sounds like a radical face song. Yeah, it does. Sound yeah. Crazy. And I'm a big I'm radical not, face guy, so. Thing. I just now I'm realizing I probably could have put a couple radical face songs on this playlist too if we're going with this vibe. A Boston-based band that shouldn't be that shouldn't be uh, surprising with all the literary descriptive nerds. elements there. Um, yeah, a bunch of nerds who learned how to hold the guitar and got their friends to play violin and cello in the background. I tell you what, they don't have surfboards on their car. That's true. All right, so for this last song, we want to. This is most hopefully there's a little bit of pizzazz to it, maybe a little unexpected. Um, I want to be wowed. I want to be shocked. I want to be disgusted, like mildly disgusted. And then, and then I want to. Okay, come back I got around. you there. I want to come back around to amused at the end. So I'm looking for all those feelings. All right. Um, you, who wants to take it? I'll, I can take this one. Okay, Ryan's ready to disgust me. All right. So I have, I have another um, angle on that. I guess this comes back to night. Most of my things are night drive things. Um, I'm not someone who really likes. In fact, actually, the way that I choose music is I first go and I find remixes and I get rid of them. I hate them so much. You get rid of the remixes? I don't like remixes. Like that's usually the reason. But okay. but with that being said, I'm throwing a remix on here because it found its way into what my playlist because it was the end of an album that had extras on it and it was like there's a random remix on it, but it hit me at the exact right moment. I'm going to go with Death From Above, 1979. Okay. Off of the... <clears throat> you got to add to the list. I, yeah, did I not add it to the list yet? Um, oh, yeah, let me get that really quick. Hey, well, while you're finding it, let me just... I, I feel like I need to defend the remakers out there because this is my thought on remakes is... He says remix, remix and remakes are different things. Uh, uh, re did he say remixes? He said remixes. Remixes. Remix. Do you remixes. hate remixes too? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of remixes. So here's, <laughs> yeah, here, so, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so my my thing with a my thing with a remix is I feel like sometimes people miss the point of the song and then they just throw a, a dumb beat underneath it and then call it a remix. Um, every once in a while you'll do you will find one and I, I think that um, I think that at one point we're gonna make a playlist full of remixes that are worth listening to. But when you find someone who can take the song, like extract the juicy bit, shove it in your face. <laughs> And then make it uh, just give it a different feeling. So I'm gonna take from the the um, <clears throat> oh, didn't add it from the Death from Above album, Romance Bloody Romance, which is a full remix album. Which is a full remix album, um, which the people used to do a bit more of back in the day. Yeah, I do think it helps when one of the people in the band is a remix dude. Um, and I'm gonna go with the Romantic Rights, the Phone Lovers remix, and it should be added to that playlist. I can just pull it up if it's, it's up right now. It should be up there. Let me try. So without, even... rem without remixes, you realize, though, we wouldn't be able to dance to any of these songs in the club. That's true. <laughs> Maybe it's... I've been... <laughs> we... Yeah, so, where, where would we be in the, the club? I do. It? I do. I'm not going to admit that I think that everybody should have that same aversion to remixes as I do. I just... I feel like there's sometimes when you... It's just the right aversion to have. Remember, in, to have back, in, back in the Kazaa days... Um, I always were, called it Kaza. However, no, I, call, I call it Kazaa. Uh, back in the um, LimeWire, the LimeWire days, back in the BearShare days, um, there'd be all these remixes floating around because I think everybody was just trying to get downloads, and I think that I got burnt by too many. Is BearShare a dating app? I don't know. It sounds like it. <laughs> now, actually, what was wait, it? okay, for husky singles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this this. So this it's... one, this one, this is like one of my favorite songs. 
of all time. Okay, we're gonna hit. This is this is on my this is on my big. This is one of my on my like favorite songs. The the original version of the song. Um, going through like this is a so this is the spot that it hit me the first time. If you want to get it going, um, so driving to um, driving down through the I fifteen through the corner of Arizona between. Uh, St. George and Vegas. St. George and Vegas. The Virgin River Gorge. Uh, this song, it was like maybe... This is a very Virgin maybe, River Gorge maybe sound one, to it. Yeah, maybe one in the morning, two in the morning. It was really late. I was kind of like in that place where I'm like, you know, maybe I'm listening to too many sad this, songs. This, this would keep me up. I was listening to too many sad songs at the time, and this one kind of came out, came up and just like hit it right at the right moment. Um, but this guy, I mean, whoever the phone lovers are, I can't figure out who that is. Um, but... They kind of grabbed the they they grabbed the first version the first the first hit of that that bass line that they have to open the song and they kind of keep replaying that then it runs the regular vocal underneath it a little bit faster speed with a little echo on it but the best the thing where it kind of gets me is if you get about to maybe three quarters of the way you're gonna skip ahead keep that let it go there okay so, so what what is that at three three or five about three minutes in. It has a nice little drop, and this is pre-dubstep uh, days, so the drop was kind of something I wasn't too. But it hits. This like, is before we were overdropped. It was before we were overdropped, so it kind of drops out the. It drops everything out, but his own. Which way. they do in the song as well, yeah. the original. Uh, so he throws some synth in there, gets it, builds it up, so All you right. feel it coming, and here it comes. You're alone in the car. Yeah. And you're just kind of going wild in your head. Yeah, just going through those those uh, turns a little bit faster than you probably should. Going over both lines because nobody else is on the road. Road trip confessions, right here. It it's uh, <laughs> this is getting me hyped right now just like thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, this is kind of one of those that like I could. He's I not could, happy, but he's not he's not yelling in the way that that Dramamine was yelling. It's kind of a I'm just yelling because I gotta get somewhere, and I gotta I get gotta, out of my way. The, the lyrics to this are a little nonsensical, but uh, we could do it. We could start a family. I think that's basically the way that we I'm... could do it. Yeah. This, this is, is the this is the oh shoot! I just almost fell asleep. Yeah. And then that, <laughs> and then that, so it's like that energy you get when you like when you do that little nod, and then you're like good to go for like another thirty five minutes, and you probably should pull over there. But this, yeah. is, this is definitely this is a sound. We should probably that, advocate for best practices. When, we should have combined a PSA with this podcast yeah, for nuts. Not I driving drowsy. Yeah, don't drive drowsy. But this is that feeling that you have, and when you, when it comes back, and you're like, I don't know. For me, that that's something like I, I kind of want. I want something that's gonna like push me along a little bit. I don't know if I could be that. That's not gonna be my drive out of the driveway song by any no, means. No, you gotta that's, build up that that's one. Like, that's definitely in there. Little ways. I've gone through a couple albums already, and uh, well, the thing I appreciate about it is because DFA or Death from Above 1979, as they had to call themselves after a lengthy lawsuit with uh, DFA Records, um, they they kind of symbolized for me in my adolescence, kind of curing me of the emo phase. Because it was like this, I knew I was angry and upset for no reason, and that had been that I was hitting the spot with these emo bands like um, something corporate or um, or even like Seosin, and then these guys offered something different. Tread lightly, Lee. And they they offered something different. They said they said you can still be angry or you can still be sad, but just let let it turn to anger, not just to mopiness. Yeah, just yell. And um, I'll I'll be forever grateful to them for making me. Kind of f- f- turn 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 my sadness, my loneliness into fuel. That's what they did for me. 
That's and that's kind of what you need there. And that became my that that's what drives me today. That is <laughs> that's what that's what I get my MPG from is my rage. Yeah. If you aren't raging, you're not doing it right. So uh, wait, Alan, well, what do you think about that? You talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know, it took me a while to come around to Death from Above. Uh, 1979. It, Ryan, correct me. Am I supposed to say the whole thing every time? Actually, I think they just dropped it. On I feel like we one. should we should ask. Oh yeah, they, they actually they did drop it. That's from above. I think you as the as the uh, as the entertainment lawyer should know better than the rest of us. <laughs> well, I just assumed Ryan was really into it because of the his birth year being right. 1979. That was not insignificant. I mean, that was that was. I don't think that I don't think that was actually the reason that I got in there, but it's I do it's why like, you stayed. I do like the the I like the pride from the for that year. To me, it's like, um, you know, it's a poor man's system of a down. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, I, I don't think I'd... Is chop suey system of a down? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's that, no chop suey. That, that one does... <laughs> I do think that if you have if you have this on on a playlist like uh, Spotify does throw some system of down so at you, they don't quite get it. No, they don't. They don't quite, quite get it. <laughs> um, but maybe if if they were if maybe if Alan was the one listening, maybe maybe they got like, it. We got it. We nailed it. Um, Alan, do you want to go next? Or you want me to go? Sure, I'll go. Okay, I got it. Before I even tell you what the song is, I really have to defend myself. Um, so you know it's gonna be good. <laughs> this is my. <laughs> That's a good this indicator. is my least favorite um, uh, scenario on a road trip is when you get in with kind of like a, when you had to pee. A, a Neapolitan group of people, you know, in the car and uh, some having different music tastes than others. And you worked really hard on this playlist, right? You know, like it's legit. It's authentic. Um, it's totally from a lot of bands that most people have never even heard of. You know, and you play it and you just get like a collective eye roll from the top 40s crowd, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not to say that I don't like, you know, a pop star here and there. But there's just this it's inevitable that if you do a number of road trips, that some percentage of them are going to have a large number of occupants that kind of don't know what music they like. They just wait for Ryan Seacrest to tell them what music they like. And you have to be flexible enough to, you know, accommodate all, all parties to in, in the interest of unity and, and whatnot. But um, so this is a crowd get, pleaser. Do you, I, I was going to. Yes, exactly is how I characterize it. This is the crowd pleaser. So um, this is Kalen by Unwritten Law. So you guys can go ahead and play that. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah. Oh, All right, yeah. so there's other songs that can fit this piece. You could have like Delilah by Plain White Tees or basically every other uh, Blink-182 song. Uh, but the point is that sometimes you got to find a common ground. What well, Unwritten Law, you know, when I listen to this, this sounds almost like um, it's Unwritten Law except if you were trying to like impress a girl or something, you know? Um, so it's a little bit, it's certainly probably the most mainstream Unwritten Law song I can think of. I knew them as more of a heavy, pretty heavy punk band. I don't know if you remember listening to them, Ryan. Yeah, but. no, I mean, this is, this was a departure from their, their sound for, for sure. This is like a, is this a 1998? Is that where we're going with them? Uh, it would be late 90s. Yeah. yeah. It definitely has that. 98. 
Yeah, and you know, like I said, this one, girls seemed to like this one, if I recall. <laughs> so if you... <laughs> If you were the, if you're lucky enough to score that back bench, and you were wanting to maybe with a girl, and you wanting to encroach a little bit on the this personal the back space in a positive way, this is the back bench of the van the mom's driving, right? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, who? Uh, what who scenario? Did, who didn't make that Look, in my scenario, it wasn't driving at all at the time. Oh jeez. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but um, um, and written law does not have that many plays on Spotify. Has that surprised you? It's, I don't think they've made music in the uh, last Oh, I'm sorry, Lee. Years. Is that a is that no, a criteria I just, I, for you? I, th this song is so classic to me. I figured that it would be classic to everyone, and I thought there would be <laughs> it'd be top of the list. But maybe it's just classic because you guys are my older brothers. This is a, also the little girl. I love you. It just seems a little creepy. Kind of does. I don't think it would. I don't right think it now. aged super well. You know, literally. it didn't. <laughs> it didn't seem creepy because we were all little. Maybe <laughs> yeah. so. Maybe uh, so. <laughs> but this is a. This one does have a lot of. Yeah. I hope that now it seems to everybody inappropriate to any age group, but yeah. But this is a, this is a song that would have a. I'm trying to think how this song would fit in in the, with current music right now. It does have that little. Yeah, <laughs> that'll come back eventually. That's going to be back. So I think hold on to that one for sure. But that one does definitely evoke those kind of, <laughs> that uh, driving around being frustrated about something. Ninety eight for me. That was that was. That yeah. Was, we just got some text from our mom that we're missing a, a lunar eclipse. So I think it's, it might be overcast. We'll have to go and check it out in a sec. But yeah, she's uh, she's on moon watch. Um, all right. So Kaylin, that was that's pretty good. That was that was I was not that was a uh, surprising. I'm surprised. I'm disgusted, but also relieved at the same time. I'm not. I do have plenty of burn CDs with from Alan in my collection that do have that song on there. There's this song. There's a couple other songs that always made it onto Alan's playlist, and that one's. It, that, that, it holds up. It holds up. It holds up. I'd okay. like to see what those guys are doing now. I'd like to see them an update version of their sound. See what they would do. Okay. Probably like all their peers, they look like a bunch of fat old dudes trying to play punk music. Probably true. <laughs> okay, so I went in a little different direction with my last one here, um, because I'm not one to listen to musicals, but I feel like if I was, that would be pretty effective on a road trip because you can sing along. There's a story. There's a lot of elements there that would be really helpful um, to, well, all the things we've been talking about get you hyped up, keep you awake, but I just don't like musicals. But Anais Mitchell has this album, Town, which has now been turned into a musical. So this is pre-musical, but it is, it, is, it is a story full or story-focused album, a folk album she did about the story of Orpheus and how he really effed up. <laughs> he and uh, Eurydice, I think, is his his uh the 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 fated couple. So the song is wedding song. Do you see it, Alan? Yep. All right. So let's let's play wedding song. We're playing wedding song from Hades Town. So this is the first song of the album. This is just the story starting out at the very beginning, wedding scene. Um, you can see it feats Justin Vernon of Bon Iver fame. Can't go wrong with that. Somehow he didn't make it to this playlist before this moment. Here. He's only feated in this playlist. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I wanted to I wanted to kind of start slow. I didn't want to 
overwhelm everyone with every... I do think that uh, the Lord Huron kind of threw mine for a loop when I picked that. All right, let's hear a little bit of Nice's voice here. Or Nice. Nice. Bon Iver in there? Oh, yeah. Does it feel Bon Iver-ish? It does. This is this is an album that I was recommended to you by to by both you and Alex, our other brother, who's who's here playing ref. In case he's here, in case we come to punches, he's gonna break us apart. Um, but I never was able to get through it in any other context but a road trip. That was the only time I've ever been able to like get appropriate. To the, so I can see where that is, and it, it's a. Uh, it has that the narrative is is there enough that you can if you listen to it start to finish you kind of you can kind of follow it so it's just one of those it's it pays off to listen to it in order which is one of those things you don't get a lot of chance to do to sit down and listen to an hour of music unless you've got several hours to drive right alan have you heard this before i haven't uh -uh. what do you think pretty sleepy maybe a little too sleepy for my road tripping but um, I mean, I like that Justin Vernon, can he ever sing just one vocal track or is he always got to put that falsetto track above? You know? I think he's a little, I think he's a little insecure about his voice. So I think he always has to, to layer it. That's my, that's my, my theory on it. The thing that if, if, if you do listen to this, this album all the way through the, um, the tale of, of Orpheus, the myth is a, it's a heartbreaking one. It ends up at a point, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it ends up at a point where, Orpheus has gone down to the river Styx. He's gone to hell to ask for Hades to give his lover back to him, who I think was bitten by a snake and kind of died prematurely, um, Eurydice. And he's basically bringing her back, but Hades says the one thing he can't do is he can't look back to check on her to see if, he, if she's still following him. And I'll just, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> That's the climax. I don't want to spoil it. But um, it kind of has, if you, if you do listen to the whole album, it does have an audiobook effect in that way where you can yeah. actually get wrapped well, up in the story. I, I kind of felt like that's one of those things because I'd listened to a couple of the songs from this and I just, I remember putting it away. I'm like, oh, I can't get into this because there's a, the one of her songs off of the, the young man in the city. Is that what it's called? Young man in America. Yeah. Young man in America. Uh, that, the, um, come down or coming down. That's one of them. Oh, I've never felt so high. The yeah. one that just, just Vernon just covers. covers it. Yeah. And that's like one of the, that was my introduction to a nice Mitchell. Cause and, Ryan's not anti remakes. If we can can, back to that can you guys wake me when the Justin Vernon portion of the podcast is over? <laughs> <laughs> I had I had a couple of Justin Vernon songs on my on my. Well, list. Wait, just wait uh, for Justin Vernon week, Alan. Then we'll. Yeah, then we'll... we're gonna do an entire thing. Have <laughs> um, no, you, you never have you never listened to a Justin Vernon song on purpose and liked it? You know, uh, this is my take on Justin Vernon. I've shared this with Ryan before. Um, I can't respect an artist too much whose very best song, Skinny Love, sounds a thousand times better when Birdie sings it. Mm. That song but he is, did write that song. He did write that song, and that song is maybe in the lower eighth of his songs that he's written. So I just, like that song. I like both those songs. It might even be on the lower half of that album, which is the lower half of his catalog. So, um, 
Yeah, I just think that... Uh, Although nothing would have happened without that song. There's no there's no other... Just we wouldn't be here right now, Alan. We would not be here right now if he had not written uh, Skinny Love. Go, oh, go back, gosh, go the purists are... It's like, it, doesn't, it doesn't hold up. That one's, that one's one I've tried to revisit. Recently. All right, well, when we have our remake I'm episode, gonna, we, we can, we, that's, that's where we can, we can... Yeah, we'll do remakes. We can give each other a little piece of whatever. Um, wait, so now is the time of the episode when Alex, who's been our impartial observer gets to award the last song to one of us who nailed the theme the best. Oh, I didn't even know. No, I had this privilege. It's just been bestowed. Okay. Um, and and, and, the, and the, the two of us who are not chosen are not going to be upset. We all kind of Wait, came. so you all have your nominees? Is that what's going No, you just no we, we each have a song we can play, but we only get one of us gets to play it, and you get to award the person who hit the theme the best. Okay. So you're, you have whatever you want. Whatever you say goes. You're the law right now. And Ooh. to be fair, Alan might need this more than the rest of us need it, but <laughs> <laughs> let me just say you won't be disappointed. <laughs> um uh, this is hard for me because I Dude, think I'm gonna flip this table. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually think that my music taste, at least as far as this uh podcast goes, is more along the lines of Ryan's taste. Since what he's chosen is stuff that I think that I have like actively searched for. This is another thing that I don't condone during uh, road trips is to be searching frantically for some doing that. Uh, remembering one line of a song and trying to figure out what that song is while you're driving and you're so dangerous. <laughs> Alan, it sounds like he's leaning towards Ryan here. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what he does. Okay. Ryan. I'll just mute my audio. For, for a minute. <laughs> oh man! The thing is, though, is my, right, my victory lap. My, victory my last, lap. I, I, I do humbly accept this victory. I'm gonna let everybody like say their songs. Maybe this is the last one that gets played. But everybody say a couple more to throw on the end of this playlist that don't get discussed. Is that fair to say? Um, let you throw like an yeah. Well, we'll just take your time though. Take take take. Bask okay. in the glory. You won. All right. all right. All right. So I kind of went. I went like nostalgic. I went. Um, you haven't chosen your fourth song? I've got I've got twelve that I want to go through. All right, well make sure you so don't here we go. <clears throat> what is it? All right, so I kind of went nostalgic. I is went it tap um, twist snap. I kind of went sugar ray. <laughs> <laughs> that's on my that's on my that's on my daily that's on my daily playlist. Um, I'm going to go with. Oh man, now now that I'm in the moment of this, I was okay, I was hoping for this. <laughs> I know I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose. All right. <laughs> All right, the song I'm going to take that fits on this playlist, I don't know if this is the strongest finish. I, I think that I, I, I'm i a little overwhelmed by the, the, the responsibility of closing this out. But I'm going to take... Tumbled? I'm going to take... Yes, yes. Um, and with... I'm not going to throw another Justin Vernon song at Alan. I'm going to let him... I'm going to let him have to deal with that a little bit later. But um, I'm going to take Arcade Fire... Sprawl two off the suburbs. Oh. I think that that's one of those songs that I another song that I didn't wouldn't have discovered if I didn't make myself sit down and listen to. Also an known as Mountains Beyond Mountains. Yes, which kind of is my that's one of those things. MBM. All right, I'm gonna hit play. This is one of those songs that I didn't discover until I went into this album and got all the way through it, which is one of those things I do on playlists. Also, the suburbs feels like a made for road trip. Yeah, album. I think it's. A, to be angry at what you're seeing on a road trip, which I think is another theme that I kind of went to. I also, I always, I imagine when I think about the suburbs that are they're raging against, I imagine like Vegas. Yeah. 
Which is another one I was going to throw in there. I was going to throw in some some killers there, some Sam's Town. All right, but all right. Well, I don't want to. Hold up. Did you add that? Did you add this to the playlist? No, I'll add it to the playlist right now. All right, because I like personally, I like this song, but I found a remake that I like even better of it by Will Daly. So oh, yeah. check that one out. I think I've heard that one. This is one of those. This is one of those arcade fire songs though that doesn't quite fit in the album, but at the same time, it it kind of it. it punctuates everything pretty well this is an album suburbs is an album that you need to listen to all the way through got a grammy it got the grammy so which is yeah and then uh and i think this song this is the song that wind doesn't sing um what's his wife's name the singer um yeah regina she really um, gets her moment here i like yeah. this song a lot some people don't aren't a big fan of her taking center stage with this one but i think she i think she nails this it. is the one i think that like is if there was a song that would if she was in this band for reasons for this song um this is also very angsty i feel like yeah, that's kind of coming through with a lot it of is that this is definitely what is this 2004 2005 no this is later than that much later than that this is 2010 2010 so i mean it's, it's post post email but it's like still got a little bit we never let go of that that canadian angst they also so, have post Mormon angst. This that's band, true, that's true. not her, but the, the the butlers do. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's. I feel like this is a good one for. It didn't make my top three. It didn't make my original three, but I do think this is one that, that kind of comes out and kind of puts a seal on it. Are you is, and you kind of representing you numbering the whole album with that song too? I think that's kind of the thing. I think that All that right. one of the one of the reasons why this made it on my list and why when I went back and was going through songs. Um, when you hit this album all the way up, like from the start to finish, this one comes. This isn't the last track on this album, but it's one of those that like the whole thing makes makes sense. It kind of gets it's like even a nostalgic feeling for the album. You start remembering there's some there's some elements of other songs in this song, and you can kind of fill them together. Um, I do think that that's this is a uh, this is a song that kind of makes that it pays off that commitment to listening to the whole thing. All right, so there we have. What do you think, Al? Let's bro. Oh, it's a classic. It's one of my. Fa- it's this actually probably my favorite off that album. Um. So yeah, I, as I someone who's it. a homeowner in the sprawl, how do you feel about it? Oh, I Close just home. <laughs> you know this 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 album really does speak to my uh, existence. Really, at this point, when did that uh, post Mormon angst really kick in? For them, yeah. Neon Bible, yeah, I feel like Neon Bible there's lots it was, of it was, there was religious a lot of rage it. on that a, one. There was a lot of it on the other one too. Yeah, I, 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 that, yeah. I saw them when they were promoting Neon Bible, and uh, and he was full, you know, anti at that point. So, I I heard I heard a I heard a, a, a story. I don't know how how recent this was, but that apparently uh, they would play basketball before some a lot of their shows early on their tours at a. Uh, church buildings mormon church buildings wherever they went and they would like get a hookup and just go play some hoops because i guess they're big basketball players also he's a baller he's he like won six, that he won that all-star challenge with the nba like oh six, yeah six, he's gigantic yeah. oh wait, this i have a win butler story really quick to finish this off because we should end on a on a lee note um i went to i went to <laughs> new orleans for a wedding recently and flew to houston and drove to to louisiana from there because it was cheaper um i'm not money bags and uh i'm like some people on this on this this pod and um, I remember telling uh, telling my friend I was on the flight with, you know, we're going to have a layover, in he- or we're flying into Houston. I hope I see um, – oh, no, we were going to New Orleans. I said, I hope we see wind because that's where they live now. Arcade Fire is based out of New Orleans. And we, we land in Houston, 
and we go to the baggage claim, and Win Butler is there in Houston at the baggage claim, just like walking around. He's like so big, and he had this big hat on. It's like you can't miss him. Like he looks like he's he looks famous, probably because the way he dresses and he has big shoes. But I thought that was so weird that I said his name, and I kind of willed him. that to being. I think that's the secret. If you guys have ever read that best-selling book, I think I did the secret that day. Um, I think I secreted <laughs> him into my life. But he is big. He seemed like a nice guy. He was there for a Beto O'Rourke. Uh, you know, rally. So I don't know where your politics align with his, but um, I just think that that detail is important. And, yeah, he's uh, pretty really, political nowadays. He's very political, and really, I think we, I think we should dedicate this, uh, this podcast episode to him. I think it's appropriate. <laughs> this goes out to you, Win. Wherever you are, Win. We know it's Win. been a rough few years, but we're we're here for you, pal. Um, wait, Alan, tell us, tell us your, tell us your track. We're not going to play it because you don't deserve that, but. Um, tell us the track you were gonna you were gonna lay down if Alex had chosen you. All right, only a select few would even have ever heard this track, but it's by a, a one-hit wonder, Gege Ta. Oh my gosh! The song is "Whoever You Are," and this is a great drive-around song. That it's more of a drive-around town song, but all the same. Gege you know? Ta. Yeah, it's it's a this is a 1996, I believe era song it does deserve a play um i will give that to alan it does deserve a play there is a gay gay guys i don't think it's the same artist i don't think it's gay maybe it's gaggy i you know it's been a long time g-e-g-g-y g-e-g-g-y oh it's on okay. the playlist i added it already oh you did oh oops i i was anticipating you a victory so <laughs> <laughs> the playlist um I'm not seeing it on the playlist. Let me look one more time. Which one was it? Wherever you are, whoever you are. Yes. All right, I'm playing it. He's getting. It's getting. It's gone. This is a. This one does have me. Gegita. Gegi. Yeah, but I remember people saying Gegeta. I uh, could be wrong is, about that. There's nothing ordinary about the Pomona, California trio. Gegita. Give, it, give it a fast forward. We don't even listen to the whole thing, but let's give I'll it. I'll be a, the judge of that. Give it a fast forward. All I wanna do is do Oh yeah, this is good. This one made it. This one made it had some play on K Rock for a while, and so it didn't really fit in there at all. But it, it definitely made this way. This is a. All right, but what's well, that's a that's a honorary addition to the playlist because Ooh. I like it. Lee, you had to tell us yours there. Um, I just had a song from uh, it was a uh, Khalid. You guys been listening to him? He's new. He's young. He's like 19, 18 years old. Song yeah. Ocean. If you if you haven't been paying attention to Khalid, pay attention to him. He's a cool guy. That's all. I, that was my, I, I discovered that on a road trip to uh, Colorado City recently, which I can tell you about another time. <laughs> to meet some former fundamentalist polygamist Mormons. So that was that, that's, that was that was an experience unto itself. Well, that's uh, so that's uh, you know, we got ten songs plus a little bit there on this playlist. I mean, road trips are going to go a little bit longer. Honestly, you got more than you paid for. You so did just be get grateful. more. I mean, let's let's be honest. Uh, I think if we were to make this. And even every week we do something different with it, but I think that's that, that's a pretty good drive around, kind of deal with your angst, kind of get to where you need to go. Um, I think that is a good way. I, you know, this is a good playlist for, you know, getting where you need to go. Um, this is a playlist that gets you where you need to go. <laughs> I'm changing the name of this to that. Um, all right, so um, thanks for helping out, Al. Thanks for jumping on with us. Lee. All right, guys. Good. Score scoreboard is one for Ryan, I guess. I guess one so. for Ryan. Guess so. that's, that's, I don't know uh, if I'm gonna. That means that the the the, the competition between, between me and Alan next time will be fierce. 
We're both just sitting there at the, How about the very bottom. How about this? I'm going to nominate one of you guys to come up with uh, the, the, the theme the theme for next week or the All next right. time. Um, All right. Um, uh, I was going to go IBS. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, what do you got? What's our what's our next topic? Oh, uh, well, I wasn't able to work in my Taylor Swift material for this one, so we could do that's still sitting on my uh, list here. like girl problems or something like that. That's a wait classic, problems you, problems, you know, like problems you have with girls or problems that girls cause or just you know breakup. Are we doing a breakup? breakup theme well i never i didn't have a lot of breakups personally so i don't know but i can only imagine they were painful <laughs> but uh All oh, right. wait 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 never i mean i broke up with people is that what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh he just he left him so um All right so yeah next week we're gonna do some breakup songs we'll come up with a better title than that but um yeah if you got any i don't know how people are gonna talk to us now but at some point, people are going to be able to talk to us and throw us some some at us. But um, it's been fun. Until then, hey Lee, I think this is fun. I think I had a fun. I had time. a nice time. I had a really nice time tonight. So we'll we'll have some we'll have some reach out here for the tweet next time. at us, gram at us, book at us. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>